Today we're in week number two of our Bright Side series. That brings us to talk about praising on the bright side. In other words, learning to use praise and worship when things are looking down, when you're negative in the world and you're trying to learn to be positive. Now we should probably start with the definition of praise. Praise isn't just singing songs to God, although that's certainly a big part of it. Praise really is also just focusing on God instead of just focusing here on the earth. We learned last week that there's a different reality in heaven than what is happening on earth. And this is a secret for those of us who are followers of Jesus. This is the reason we can be living on the bright side. So today let's talk about how to use praise as a weapon for that. And we're going to start with a story from Acts chapter 16. Paul and Silas are in Philippi sharing the gospel, minding their own business. And it says in verse 22 that a mob quickly formed against them and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure that they didn't escape. So the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks. Now just pause for a moment and consider these verses. This is definitely a negative turn of events. Paul and Silas were just preaching the gospel and now they're in prison. But look at what they did in verse 25. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening. And suddenly there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundations and all the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. Now here's the principle I see in this story. When we can't change our circumstances, we can change our attitudes. Praise can break the chains that imprison us. Think about Paul and Silas wrongfully imprisoned. They could have just whined and complained. They could have cried. They could have thrown a fit. But instead, what did they do? They praised God. That means that they didn't allow their circumstances to define their reality. But instead, they kept a good attitude, a positive attitude in a negative situation. And quite literally, the chains that had them in bondage were broken. Now, I want you to think of that as a metaphor in your own life. What are some of the chains in your life, the circumstances in your life that are negative, that are ugly, that you can't stand, that you want to complain about? Maybe you have been complaining about it. Have you considered maybe praising God in the midst of that? Proverbs 17 says it like this, being cheerful keeps you healthy, but it's a slow death to be gloomy all the time. Here's another way to say that. What consumes our minds controls our lives. The thoughts you feed will grow and the thoughts you starve will die. Now, I know this might just seem like pop psychology, but it's actually biblical. We see it in Acts chapter 16. In fact, later on, Paul writes back to the church in Philippi that got started there in Acts 16 after he was imprisoned. He writes these words back to that same church. He says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Paul isn't just giving lip service to this concept. He actually lived it out when he was right there in Philippi in prison. 
See, choosing to praise God in adversity strengthens our faith and prepares us for future trials. And also, it reminds us that the final outcome for us as followers of Jesus is bright and sure. Peter said it like this to the early Christians, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And now we live with great expectation and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. Those are words of hope and positivity and optimism and Who better than followers of Jesus to have an attitude like that? I mean, remember, these words that we're reading in the New Testament were written to the church that was persecuted. And still Paul and Peter and the other biblical authors said, hey, don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. Why? Why is it going to be okay? Because we know the end of the story. Those of us who have put our faith in Jesus Christ But we know that we're going to be okay in the end. So whatever we're facing, whatever trials we're facing, we can be bright. We don't have to be negative. We can be positive. Let's finish with an actual worship song from the Old Testament written by David in Psalm 34, 1 through 3. He says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. And keep this in mind, that psalm was not written by David while he was king and in power It was written by David, who was on the run from King Saul, who was sitting in the throne that God had promised to David. Things weren't looking good for David. But you know what he did in the midst of that adversity and that trial in his life? He praised God. And if you can learn to praise God in the midst of your trial, things are going to start looking up for you.